And I shoot my shot just to go where it's going in. Cross niggas like Bubba Chuck, I never gave a fuck. Hook shot a hole like Kareem, but I never lead a fuck. I hit that Janobi with my left hand all like, woo. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. James Hard with the range on me, nigga, way back. Michael Jordan, 1985, bitch, I travel with a cocaine circus. And you could live through anything if magic made it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, now you do. What up, my fellow NBA lovers? This is your guy, Marcellus Ease. We're going to look at some of the nuances surrounding clutch sports. As they're always under a levy of attacks, especially from outside agents, numerous entities that we've seen in the past couple of years, especially from the NCAA. But most importantly, this week alone, they held a workout for Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Maxey, who are both under clutch sports. And every other agency throughout the league has the same access to throw these type of workouts. But yet clutch sports doing it, resulting in a lot of sentiment against them coming from other agents trying to accuse them of getting their players much more exposure. Now under NBA rules, they didn't break any code, but still there's a particular anti-clutch sentiment, especially coming from agents. Now, like in any industry, when it's brand new competition, of course, other players in the game already kind of get jumpy. We see this play out all the time in tech with companies like Spotify, Apple, Amazon, they're all going at each other, and it's no different here. But like in any other industry, when there's more competition relating to tech, it's better for the consumers, the everyday person. Relating to this situation, it's better for the players to have more competition, especially within the agency pool. Now, besides the accusations about Clutch holding a pro day being unfair, Clutch is no stranger to a levy of attacks. We've seen it from the NCAA all of a sudden inserting a rule that guys had to be college educated, knowing damn well in the past the whole sports agency industry was a bit shady. It was so shady that companies like CAA, which is pretty much a very big player within the entertainment world of Hollywood, and they eventually made their way down to sports they didn't want to first deal with any sports agents because it was viewed as a shady business. It was viewed as a business surrounded by a bunch of shady guys who opened up their own entities. So the NCAA, knowing that that world operated like that in the past, why not institute some sort of educational barrier to curve any of that? They didn't feel the need to do it then, so why do it now? We also seen anonymous longtime agents make comments about clutch sports handling of KCP him losing out on some money a couple years back, and Norrin's Noel, who also lost out in a pretty big deal by not renewing his contract in Dallas. These two recent mishaps are kind of dangled over Clutch Sports' head as they pretty much get dragged over and over how they messed up these two deals. But it doesn't make sense because do you really believe in all these years these NBA players been working with agents that deals haven't been messed up? Guys haven't had other issues outside of these deals? I mean, we see a ton of players always declare for bankruptcy just being a few years out of the league. I've heard plenty of stories in the past where one player is working with an agent and the agent is also working with another player of the same caliber and he leverages one guy's contract against another and gets one guy signed for a good deal. Meanwhile, leveraging the other guy at a discount. Many of these agents have a lot of relationships with these teams and general managers. Sometimes they do end up assigning plays to certain teams as favors to these guys. Now, here's another thing you could look at. In this informational age, where you got entities like TMZ handing out money for just inside information, 
You don't think agents are leaking out certain players' motives and where they want to go for payola? This happened plenty of times in the past, and it's currently happening right now. There's definitely been plenty of hiccups in the past. I mean, I've even heard of players who had an agent who have even bigger name clients and they spend more time working with them opposed to working with the mid-level to lower level guys. And then kind of put up a front like they're trying their hardest to get those guys a current deal. Meanwhile, they're spending about 90% of their time working with other names trying to get them bigger contracts in which they earn a higher percentage. I mean, from the way these longtime agents are talking about this Norens Lowell and KCP contract hiccups, they're talking as if they have a perfect track record. Because if we go in the past, this is too many stories to tell. Now, I'm not saying Rich Paul and Clutch Sports is perfect because my only criticism of them, and especially of the NBA, is the handling of the Anthony Davis trade situation. That really set a bad precedent for the league in which we see it playing out right now because Anthony Davis kind of set the tone for guys to be wanting to kind of get out of their contracts even though they're locked in at a high number for multiple years. That really set a bad tone for the league. And it was really mishandled. Now the NBA is in a partnership with LeBron James. Make no mistake about that. They definitely are in a partnership with LeBron James and they let a few things slide under the door. And this Anthony Davis trade situation is definitely one of those things. Now I remind you, before Anthony Davis had made that trade request, the season before that, the Pelicans had swept the Portland Trailblazers in the first round being a sixth seed defeating a third seed. Then before the start of the next season, on September 23rd, Anthony Davis has signed to Clutch Sports, and you already know, that's when the fuckery starts. So as the season started, they continued to stay hot, and they won their first four games, still looking as sharp as they did the season before when they swept the Portland Trailblazers in the playoffs. And I'm wondering if Rich Paul Anthony Davis thought, how the hell can we request a trade if the team continues to play well? This will look crazy. So if you look at the timeline of how this played out, Anthony Davis all of a sudden after those first four games started having all these little nagging injuries that only lasted one or two games and all these random DNPs for one or two games will last for the next two months, resulting in the Pelicans falling further and further down the standings, just hanging a bit under 500. And Drew Holiday that season was playing his ass off. So eventually when January came around, that's when Anthony Davis requested a trade. And of course, we already know how all this played out. But at the end of the day, you know, just examining this, it looks a little fishy in the light because the Pelicans the season before gave the beats to the Portland Trailblazers. Just for Davis to force his way out the following season and the Blazers to go all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, those are the possibilities of what could have happened. But like I said, the NBA and LeBron James is definitely in a partnership, low key. And as long as LeBron James does well, the NBA does well, and also the networks does well, aka ESPN. But this is my only criticism of Clutch Sports right here, is leveraging LeBron and his kind of partnership with the NBA in order to get that Anthony Davis deal done. It just looked very fishy in the light. I mean, you could even look at how the deal got done to get Anthony Davis in LA. The Pelicans all of a sudden fired their GM that didn't want to do the trade initially, and then they went out and hired LeBron James's favorite GM, especially when he was in Cleveland, David Griffin. Now, I remember when Cleveland got rid of David Griffin, I believe after 2016 season or 20, after the 2017 season, LeBron was vouching for this guy to still be there. And eventually he ended up 
in the Pelicans, and he orchestrated the trade to get Anthony Davis to L.A. Like I said, a lot of this looks fishy in the light, but I'm surprised none of this gets brought up as something to really hang over Clutch Sports' head anytime agents want to criticize that sports entity. It is what it is. At the end of the day, it's brand new competition to the marketplace, and all the other old players just have to step up their game. It's no different than Facebook eliminating Vine or imitating features of TikTok or Snapchat or Amazon taking Costco's and Walmart's grocery business model and automating it. It's the same concept. Until next time, you guys stay safe. Peace.